0: Hi there, it's Sue, and thanks for joining me for Tips and Talk Day. These are bite-sized topics that I pull from community questions and things that I'm observing in the world of handmade small business. If you'd like to submit a topic, DM me over on Instagram at giftbizunwrapped. Before we get into the show today, I want to make sure that you know about the newest thing happening over here. It's called the Gift Biz Bash a Zoom party that turns into a podcast episode several weeks later. The party consists of a short training with Q&A from yours truly, and then an opportunity for you to give a shout out about your business. You can tell us about a promotion you currently have going on, or share a collaboration that you're considering so that you can find a perfect partner for the event. A little bit of learning and visibility for your business what could be better? There is a catch though. Spots are limited to keep the party to about 45 minutes or so. That means you should grab your spot right away. It's totally free. To make sure you're included, why not do that right now? Pause this episode, go to giftbizunwrapped.com forward slash bash to sign up and then come back and listen to the show. I'll see you at the bash. Craft shows can be the lifeblood of a handmade business. It's the easiest way to find and interact with people, get feedback on your products, and the most immediate way to bring in sales. Plus, no shipping time and delivery costs. We're not going to talk about the basics of participating in a show today. Instead, I'm addressing some higher-level points about exhibiting. It's this extra style and subtle adjustments that can have a huge impact on your results. Now, I can't take credit for these points. A couple of weeks ago, I attended a virtual presentation with Amy Amdur of Amdur Productions. She's been putting on events for 38 years or so, multiple shows a year. And I think it's safe to say she's hosted over 400 shows. So to say she's a pro is an understatement. Amy's focus is on upscale product makers, and her shows are juried, meaning you have to be accepted into this show. She invests a lot of time into ensuring that exhibitors display their products and present themselves professionally, hence the presentation that I attended. If you go back to episode 287 of this podcast, you'll hear lots of display tips and other important points from Amy that you can apply to your own booth. And several other guests have been on the show too, who are also exhibitors at her shows, like Kenny and Jennifer from Kudula. That was episode number 229. Marla Duran, which was episode 72. And most recently, Yulia of Wolf Leathers, episode 334. If you're interested in learning more and possibly exhibiting at one of Amy's shows, you can find all that information over at the Amdor Productions website. Much of the information that Amy covered in her presentation was intended to educate potential participants on what's behind submitting for acceptance into a juried show. Then she advised already accepted exhibitors on best practices to prepare for the upcoming show season, which of course now is in full swing. There were several things that Amy brought up that I'd never heard before, or never heard with the angle that Amy adds. That's what I want to share with you here. They apply to any type of in-person event you do, whether it's a farmer's market or neighborhood sidewalk sale all the way up to large craft shows and even juried fine art shows. Here are five tips that you can use to enhance your show experience that I bet are new to you, too. First, when someone approaches your display, welcome them. Say hi or acknowledge their presence in some way, whatever's natural to you. It's surprising that I even have to say this, but too often there is silence on behalf of the person working the booth. They're sitting in a chair on the phone or ignoring those who approach their table, as if they're embarrassed or timid about what they're offering. Not the best way to encourage someone to buy, that's for sure. And I bet you're saying to yourself, Sue, this is not new advice. But hold on. Amy suggests you take it a step further. After you say hi, make sure to tell them that you're the artist or maker of the products. It's not always obvious. Sometimes you have other people working in the booth with you. How's someone to know that you're the business owner and these are your creations? Tell them in a friendly way and watch how that can open up a dialogue. Of course, after that, and this is moving into tip number two, let them look around, but be in a position to answer any questions or continue the conversation if someone is interested in talking. Remember, show attendees are there to browse and buy, but also for the experience, and it's up to you to make it a good one for them when they're spending time in your booth. Tell stories about how you started the business or something specific about a certain product that they're looking at. Some of this may be off the cuff, but if you're not good at that, think ahead and have some stories, quote-unquote, at the ready, so you're not fumbling around for something to say. If they are interested in talking and you're silent, they're just going to leave. And yes, there is a fine balance between turning people off by being too chatty, but the other side is not having anything to say. So, use your intuition here, yet come prepared. Tip number three is the perfect response to something I know you struggle with regularly. When someone comments on how high your prices are, what do you do? We've talked about this recently in The Breeze, and there were great responses there. Here's what Amy suggests I love it because it makes a strong statement while keeping the conversation friendly and maintaining the integrity of your brand. When someone says your prices are too high, you can say, these pieces are all created with glass that I've blown and painted myself. Each piece is one of a kind, and they aren't for everyone. Of course, you'd adjust this to your product, but your response consists of two parts. First, something specific that relates to the quality and making of your product, And second, that it's not for everyone, which is another way of saying that those they are made for have no problem seeing the value and paying the price. I love this, Amy. A spectacular response to something we struggle with regularly. Tip number four is for you if you sell smaller products, so jewelry, candles, small accessories. And actually, as I think about it, I'm gonna even suggest that it could be for pretty much everybody here, unless you're making super large products like garden statues or huge paintings or signs. So here's the tip. As part of the backdrop of your display, have one to three high quality, single image, large photos of your products. So a big product image in the back, and then the actual smaller products on display to purchase in the front. This is an attention grabber for sure, and also visually highlights the quality of your work that people can even see from afar. It will set you apart from other displays and position you as a true professional. And the final tip, oh, this is a good one. Never say thank you until after the sale is made. I'll let that settle in for a second. I didn't get it at first either. You see, when you say thank you, it closes the conversation. Someone compliments you on the quality of your knitting, and of course the natural response would be to say thank you, right? But where do you go from there? Usually at this point, they turn and walk out of your booth. It's a polite way for them to say goodbye. Instead, say something like, Wow, I appreciate that you recognized the quality of my shawls. I just created this new stitch, and I'm so happy it's become such a popular item. See how the conversation can more easily continue from there? This is my favorite tip. So remember, thank you is reserved for after a purchase has been completed. Here's a summary of these five tips again. 1. point out that you're the maker. 2. tell stories about your company and or specific pieces. 3. your response to the comment about high prices. you'll say these are and then you'll fill in the blank and they aren't for everyone. 4. have blown up single product images on the back wall of your booth and 5. Never say thank you until a sale has been completed. If you've been with me for any length of time, you know that I highly endorse in-person shows. Unless you have lifestyle or other limitations, they should play a significant role in your sales strategy, particularly as a handmade product business. That's a wrap. I'm a get-to-the-point kind of girl. And this is what you can expect from these quick midweek sessions. Now it's your turn. Go out and fulfill that dream of yours. Share your handmade products with us. We want them and they bring us both so much happiness.